Okay, we're having a little technical difficulties tonight. You can't hear me? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> look at those eyes. Why do you want to? Why do you want to piss me off on our 100th episode? <laughs> because it, would it? I mean, would it be a hundredth episode if someone's not mad? That's when like the best stuff happens. <laughs> I was gonna be. Be like, forget it. Just throw the whole podcast out. <laughs> you need to stand up and be like, when you fix my podcast, you fix my heart. Anyway, hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and as always, I'm joined by Aaron. Hello. Swallow. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I was going to say, as always, tonight we're joined by my best friend, Jessica. Hi, thank you guys for having me. And tonight we're talking about 90210, um, seasons 5 through 9.7, The Valerie Years. So let's not waste any more time and let's get into it. So season five, um, so we lost Brenda. Farewell, Brenda. Bye, Brenda. Uh, season five to me is a very much a transitional year. I feel like a lot of things were kind of moving along, building. Like we didn't have the Peach Pit after dark just yet, but we were getting it. Um, Donna started to get a little bit more story. She was like less of a side character. Um, we had a few more new characters. Claire, who was a guest star in season four, became more of a regular. And we had the addition of Jamie Walters as Ray Pruitt. I love me some Ray Pruitt. Love <laughs> Before he got abusive, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, <you're> just love <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> a bad boy. No. <laughs> well, that's a very I mean... I think we're all kind of guilty of kind of loving a bad boy. Yeah. Fictional and in real life. <laughs> so Val came on, and at first we think she's like the sweet girl. Um, yeah, you know, she's Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. Um, yeah like we, know, we know that she came to live with the Walshes because her family was like a friend of the Walshes in Minnesota, and then her family moved to Buffalo, New York. And her father allegedly committed suicide, and that's why Valerie came to live with the Walshes to go to college. And she's staying in Brenda's room for the year. Um, Brandon, I'm going to call him Jason Priestley, um, actually had a really funny line at the beginning of season five where he says, Brenda's studying in London for the semester. At this point, we may never see her again. And truer words were never spoken. <laughs> Technically, a spinoff later, we do see her. Yeah, but I feel like the original cast is like, it never happened. Like, they don't acknowledge the yeah. spinoff. <laughs> Same in the multiverse. Mm -hmm. So after an episode of thinking Valerie's just like this, you know, good girl from Buffalo, out she, in Beverly Hills. She lights up and proves it like... Yes, yeah, so let's. It's, uh, it's funny how on the nine. Oh. Let's take a look at that and see exactly what we're talking about. The Walshes? 
They're harmless. I'm sure everything will be cool. As long as they don't try and pull any parental trips on me. But if they do, you know me. I'll just put on a happy face and dance. So yeah, right off the bat, I'm like, ooh, she's a bad girl. I love bad girl. Oh yeah, she's smoking, got a phone. It's funny on the 90s, like, just smoking pot meant you were a bad girl or a bad boy. Yeah. Fun little bit of continuity. In season six, the girl that she's on the phone with, Ginger, is played by um, the redhead from Clueless. Oh. I don't remember her name. I'm, I'm trying but that's to she... remember her name, but yeah, whenever I see her, Some... like... I feel like it's like Elise, something Elise. But I'll have to look it up. But, she was like in yeah, a ton so... of stuff in like the 90s, and it's like really unfortunate that like none of us can recall her name. <laughs> I just know that she was in Clueless and that she openly talked about her struggle with anorexia or bulimia, one of the two. And I feel don't like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I feel like she was on there too. Yes, but Ooh, don't, forget, yes. don't forget the classic, Clueless the TV show. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, I loved it. I loved it too. I watched it, I watched it when it was on TGIF. Yeah, that's when I watched it too. <laughs> um... So Val is already uh, a little bit sneaky, as we can see. Oh, side note, so funny, 1994, that her smoking pot is like a bad thing. Meanwhile, it's about to be legal in almost every state in 2022. <laughs> I just on that page. You're still catching up? <laughs> you smoke Progress. <pot? laughs> Not today. <laughs> um, so... When she gets her eyes on Dylan, she decides that she wants to mess around with him. So Looking she starts showing up. I mean, she starts. I mean, yeah, that's Luke Perry, R.I.P. Um, she starts showing up at bars, hanging out with him, and she doesn't say who she is right away. And then he has to drive her home. And when she says to pull over and it's the Walsh's house, he's pissed. I wish she would have been <laughs> like, "I'm the Brenda replacement." <laughs> So I feel like fans probably were like, oh, whatever, she's not she's not Brenda, she's brunette, like they're trying to make her the Brenda. But Brenda was never like as scheming as Valerie was. No. She would sometimes do bad things, but it was more because I don't want to be attacked online, but Brenda was a little bit selfish. Um, Brenda was a lot of bit selfish, okay? Let's just say. Do <laughs> you think the reason Valerie's hair was cut so short was so they didn't people didn't go like, oh look, it's just a Brenda replacement? Maybe. I mean, people people still said it. I remember hearing it, but I'm gonna play I another clip. That I remember that stuff because then I ran up to the gym. You know, the Walsh's were really concerned about you. Yeah, well, they cared so much. Tell me this, why was I never good enough for their daughter, huh? At least Brenda had the guts to call them on it. You know, I am not Brenda. I will never be Brenda. Don't talk to me about Brenda. I always felt like that was the writer's way of being like, stop talking about Brenda. We don't want to talk about her anymore. <laughs> Do you, remember, um, do you remember the rumor when Shannon Doherty left Charm that they were going to try to get Alyssa or um, Tiffany Amber Thesis to replace her? Really? I, remember, I, I don't remember that. It, either I made that rumor up. You know, 
little Aaron in 2000 made it, 2001 made it, <laughs> or I actually heard it somewhere. I mean, it's very possible. Um, um, but, I mean, let's use Kohler, so, which he was, the better Brenda. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, you won't get an argument from me, <laughs> but <laughs> so we had um, Kelly got back into modeling this season, and just as that was happening at a frat party, the frat was on fire, and Kelly got, in her eyes, disfigured from the her burns, and she was ugly. Um, this was when Steve was starting to like double down on his partying ways. He tried to make the peach pit a club, but they got closed down by the um, fire marshal because of too many people. So that's when Dylan, with all his millions, bought the place next door, and they decided to call it the peach pit after dark. Remember when we were fresh out of high school, like going on our sophomore year of college, and we just had millions to throw around to open the nightclub? Oh, yeah. Oh, the good old days. Good old days. Okay. Okay, well, it's more realistic than Riverdale. Come on. <laughs> Riverdale. Well, you're they in were like, high school and you have like a speakeasy in the basement of... Uh, of the diner. <laughs> I almost see that more plausible than just dude opening up a nightclub at like 21. Or tw not 20. Well, it's more realistic yeah. in the fact that it's like California and he has had all that money from his daddy. So That's like... True. I mean, 21-year-old, like, yeah, of course I'm going to open a club. I, I live in, in Beverly Hills. I've said it before. I don't like realism in my television shows, so I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm going to make fun of it, but I'm all for it. <laughs> all right, I'm going to play another clip. This is when Donna first, meet, first meets Ray. And I want you guys' uh, take on this scene because... Really good at that, right? Not bad. Well, if you're hanging something heavy on the wall, you want to hammer the nail into what to make sure it doesn't fall down? A stud. Excellent. What kind of test is this, anyway? Oh, uh, don't worry. I just have a few more questions. When a woman is pregnant, she looks forward to delivering a... Why don't a... you turn off the camera? What's wrong? What's wrong? What, do you think, I'm stupid? Why don't you ask me which president's on a Lincoln penny? Please, it was, it was just a joke. Yeah, very funny. What is this, rich bitch humor? So, when I came across that scene, I was like, so maybe the warning signs were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe if Ray you always had a now, <laughs> If you watch now, there's red flags all over the place, like, once you know. Yeah, but when we're kids, we don't see red was, flags. We say, ooh, which, that right there, I'm sorry, I don't know why Aaron thought he was attractive. I mean, he was because looking a little... Because he was mad. <laughs> he was, like, not, like, because he was new. Like, he wasn't Dylan, he wasn't Steve, he wasn't um, Brendan. They were just, it's like, new new guy. So you're, like, the haircut was wrong, yeah. the shirt was wrong, the everything was wrong. I don't like, I don't, I don't know why I ever thought he was cute. <laughs> oh, maybe, so maybe he needs the you, jean jacket. Maybe it's the jean jacket. Maybe I'm a dinner Definitely the jean jacket. And roll up in there with the jean jacket, Ray Pruitt. I'll be all about it. <laughs> so yeah i mean i always forgot about this scene because my mind always goes to when he smashed her pumpkins because she That's was, what I was because she was out on the date <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to buy season five because i've got to see this now <laughs> 
Well, oh, it's streaming I somewhere. I was going to say, <laughs> but I need the DVDs anyway, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always think about him smashing her pumpkins when he finds out that she's on a date with, um, I can't remember his name, but he was played by Casper uh, Van Dien. Oh, uh, ooh. Sorry, she dropped yeah. him for Ray? Donna had issues. Yeah, because I think he tried to sleep with her, and you know Donna was like the forever virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I think Felice tried to set them up because she he was a son of one of Felice's friends. That was definitely I, what did it. She was like, "Oh no, no, my mom." To, to my my abusive, mom loves you. Can't be with you. <laughs> yeah. To do the abusive boyfriend storyline, I do feel like Donna was the good pick, though. Because I feel like the other female characters were stronger than Donna mm -hmm. and would have just not put up with it. Donna was still just finding out who she was. So I think, you know, she's only been with Yeah, um, yeah I agree. David. And David, you know, just this you know, nerdy little trying to get into music. And then <laughs> yeah. Ray comes along, you know, I'm like, okay. I mean, it's easy to not, you know, I could see why she wouldn't see the signs. But also, he was a musician, so there was that appeal to yeah. it. Also, it's funny you don't realize you're into something until you see it. It's like I'm not. A, I don't like uniforms. Hello, fireman. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of like that. <laughs> you don't realize you're into it until you see it. So I'm gonna play another clip. This is a famous clip that um, Justin and I quote from time to time. Um, don't make me mad. Good, because the only reason I'm here is you. And maybe I should go back to L.A. and rehearse with my band, which is what I should have been doing this whole time anyway. Yeah, maybe you should. Hey, don't walk away from me. Stop it! Stop acting like I'm not even here. You know what? I can't deal with this. Why are you so mad at me? Because you make me mad. You know what? I have to go work on my speech. No. <clears throat> oh, you're hurting me! You're gonna listen to me. Ah! Donna! Donna. Donna. Oh, I didn't mean to, man. So I feel like the storyline probably ruined Jamie Walters' career. <laughs> um, it definitely ruined his career because what has Jamie Walters done since he was Ray Pruitt? He's had that one song yeah. and that's it. I will say though, <laughs> he was cuter right there. Not because he when he was throwing it. her down the no, stairs. <laughs> no, no, not because. I mean, his hair looked different, so clearly this was a little farther on from this that first episode. But his hair was better. Well, yeah, yeah. This was like probably six months later, but um. So like he was cuter there, so there I could see why Donna would fall for him. He was respecting Donna's wishes, to, you know, not sleep with him. So he then turned to Valerie, my girl. And started an affair with her. Um, Wait, after, I guess we don't really quote. Wait, is the affair no. after the falling down the stairs? It's before this. Before that. Oh, okay. Because I was about to yeah. say, if she had an affair with him after seeing him pretty much push Donna down the stairs, that girl, why are we liking her better than Brenda? Yeah. <laughs> No, she actually tried to tell Donna, like, um, your boyfriend's abusive, you should leave him. And Donna was like, no, I love him. 
See, and that's why I'm saying Donna was probably, you know, when they were thinking about who could we do this kind of storyline with, it would have been out of yeah. character for any of the, like, even Kelly or for sure Valerie. Um, well, I just think it's great that, see, like, Kelly, like, or that um, Valerie wanted to be, like, this great person. And she was like, I am such a good person. I want you to leave this abusive relationship. Also, I slept with your man many times yeah. <laughs> what's which shouldn't be funny but the, i feel like with donna staying with the abusive boyfriend isn't enough to make her leave but finding out valerie slept with them she'd probably be like i'm over you ray you slept with valerie oh no it doesn't matter you just push me down the stairs you know i don't yeah really i think exactly what happened when when donna found out with uh about valerie and ray I think they did break up because I think it, it's a little bit blurry, but I think in season five, they kind of suspect that something went on with Rai. Yeah. And then in season in season six, they get confirmation and Donna breaks up with him. Yeah. And I that's feel when like she starts Donna seeing... alludes to it like a, a number of times before it actually is like. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. Um, so season five ends also with the fa the famous Kelly, you know, I choose me when she couldn't choose when she had to choose between Dylan and Brandon, and uh, essentially ends with them all being single. So after I'm, her burn, go ahead. Real quick, I'm just curious because we've had you know, who are we picking between Dylan and Brandon? I remember. My family having this struggle too. Like, we all like Dylan better because we like those bad boys. Brandon was just too good for us. Um, I'm curious. Dylan, Dylan all day, every day. Dylan. Dylan. Okay. Um, Brandon was too much of a good boy, but also he was like, I felt like there were times when he was like super condescending and like, just like a holier than thou, and I hated that. And Dylan's just like, I don't, I don't care what you guys think of me. Fuck you, like. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like, oh, you're wounded. I, my love could save you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. He had a drug problem. I was like, yes, I will fix you. Don't you worry. <laughs> he was like, was like, I gotta, uh, I gotta go ride this horse real quick at this lady's ranch. <laughs> So Kelly, miraculously, um, her scars go away and she ends up modeling all summer in New York where she meets a boy named Colin. Oh, who, who shocker, knows Valerie because they went, they traveled Europe together in some teen program. So now Valerie has all these like feelings for Kelly's new boyfriend. <laughs> you know, we like to say that would never happen, but it's funny that stuff like that does happen. You run into people, you're like, you know, so and you know, it's crazy when that happens. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna play a clip. It's uh. Ah, oh, boy, your best friend Valerie just showed up. Oh, goody. Uh, you're not gonna be too happy when you see who she showed up with. You are such a bitch. 
I, will I love say, a good "you're such a bitch" moment. <laughs> the rivalry between Valerie and Kelly, so much more fun than Brenda and Kelly. Oh yeah, so much more fun. Because I like that Valerie can make Kelly just. She pushes every button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the elevator going. Well, because Val, um, Brenda and Kelly were friends. Valerie was like, I don't know this bitch. Like, yeah. Like, um, Kelly was like, I don't know this bitch. Like, Kelly and Brenda had to like balance this like friendship, frenemy situation where Valerie and Kelly are just like, like, F this be, like, get out of here. Like, I don't, I don't even care about her. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Love, love, love Kelly's hair in season six. That short. Okay, I was just about to say, like, she pulled off that look. Everything about her in that favorites. Everything about that scene you just showed me—the hair, the face, the dress, even with Valerie—I was like, the hair. I was like, amazing. I was like, I wouldn't be able to pick either. (laughs) You like, I have both. (laughs) Get a twirl. So David was in that scene. How are we feeling about David in that scene, Jess? I know in the Brenda years, you were like, he was still kind of boyish. Are we liking this version of David? Um, I'm liking the version of David. Like, I, I feel like, I feel better about liking this version of David. Honestly. <laughs> I'm still not at, like, the peak of, like, we're not at the, the, the peak David years, but I'm feeling better about me being somewhat attracted to him there. <laughs> my favorite David look is after the show ends and he kind of enters his daddy face. Mm. When he's mm. on Sarah Connor, that, that Terminator show. It's like, okay. 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 So one of the fun things that came out of the season was a relationship between David and Valerie. Which, if you didn't know, the actors dated in real life for a short time. Um, so I don't know if they were still together in this. It doesn't really matter. But I felt like their on-screen chemistry was great. So here's um, a scene of them having their first kiss. <laughs> you helped me through some real dark hours last week. And uh, I just want you to know that I, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Well, uh, you don't have to thank me. You know, I've been thinking about you, too. And David. Have a good time. See you when you get back. I was never a fan of David and Valerie. Shut your whore mouth. I love David and Valerie. Um, also, just take a moment really to appreciate the 90210 and like how well they held on to like the TV um, music, the, the string instruments and the piano for like climatic like moments like in the show, like the kiss, like they needed like really nice. They really do. Like I have to. Like, oh yeah. and the... It's like family tie. They, and they held on. <laughs> I mean, it's no losing my religion. They held on to that electric guitar for like dramatic scenes for like as long as they could. They really did, Until- and I, like I thought they feel like that it was appreciated. They went well out of the '80s, where it was like the height of that situation. I think they that's went- more of an right. Aaron Spelling product. 
<laughs> oh yeah, Melrose Place. Melrose Place never got rid of the electric guitar. They did it all nine, all nine, all seven seasons until nineteen ninety nine. So in season six, Donna starts dating a football player named Joe, who is also as has also taken a vow of purity, so she doesn't have to worry about him trying to sleep with her until they get married. Um. Ray tries to sabotage this relationship, and there's this whole court thing that went on because Joe beat him up, and he was like going to sue him. He's losing um, scholarship and everything, right? Yeah. Um, Dylan yeah, met a I girl bet, named Tony. I bet they gave Donna those storylines because they're like, you know what? We saw what she can do in Lifetime. Let's bring it on to the show. <laughs> Hello, Mother May I Sleep with Danger. Favorite yeah. favorite movie ever. <laughs> Oh, uh, I love her. I love her uh, death of a cheerleader. Wasn't she the cheerleader that died though? Yeah, she was still in it so quite a bit though. So wasn't she only in it for like five minutes? No, she was in it longer than that. <laughs> in Thomas's mind, it was like a Drew Barrymore, Barrymore scream situation, where like, <laughs> like she was like I, she died. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm a huge Tory Spelling fan. I know. Not, I, not, not. I'm gonna pay two hundred dollars for a cameo fan, but I'm still a huge fan. Her cameo, oh, yeah, two hundred dollars. We all love Donna. I always liked Donna, but I'm I'm appreciating Donna more in my older years and towards in my older years. Um, I've been watching her reality show that she hosts, um, Love at First Lie. It is very good, and she's doing a great job. Um, is it really very good? Or is it just it's, Tori Spelling good? Or is it just like entertaining and kind of like... It's entertaining. That's the word you were looking for. Is it That's Mama Need Paycheck? Or it's actually fun. It's a little bit of both. Oh. So the girls all went on a road trip and ended up breaking down and staying at a convent. <laughs> um, where where they had to stay silent the whole time, but in during the car trip they were they were playing games, and one of them was best kiss ever. Best kiss um for me, David. Yeah, me too. David's over. What about you, Valerie? Was it Brandon, Dylan, Steve, Colin? Um. <laughs> David. You kissed David? Just once. When? This morning. Well, stop now. Come on. Let's hear it. I don't think I want to hear anymore. Next category? Hey, they, this was all. That's what they get. For being the mean girls from California, that's what they get. I would have done Kelly's such a thing. bitch. Kelly is such a bitch. Any time she can make um, Valerie look like a slut. <laughs> I know, which is awful. <laughs> so what Valerie likes to get it on, you know, she has, so who cares? Stop, stop slut shaming her, Kelly. Because you know what it is? It's because of Kelly's own guilt. Okay, because all I know is Dylan wasn't with her first. Like she, like you started the slut shit. So like <laughs> you started the whole situation. I think it probably has to. If Kelly also wishes she was more like Val. Val really is going to live her life to the fullest. It does. So that happen. was 
That was the same episode that it came out about Ray, like officially that Valerie slept with Ray. Um, so they were all pissed off at Valerie now, and now they're in this convent and they can't talk because there's like a vow of silence. Um, <laughs> and there was this really awkward scene. I remember I didn't clip it, but I remember the nun looking at them and she was like, I wonder if they're virgins. Is anyone a virgin anymore? <laughs> and I was like, such a, a weird thing. Was it Aaron Spelling that had this obsession with virgins, or was it whoever was writing the show? Um, um, it was well, definitely him, and he like wrote that part for Donna, and it was like, nobody will touch her. Nobody will touch her. I was going to say, because he doesn't care when everybody else bed hops. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, no, this there was, was a fun scene. In the 90s, though, too, you remember, they used to make fun of virgins a lot. It was like, if you were a virgin, you were that easy, low-hanging fruit joke. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like 90210 was trying to be like, it's okay to be a virgin, though, by, and using Donna as the vessel for that. And it is okay to be a virgin, anybody watching this. <laughs> I know, I'm one right now. Um, <laughs> born again? <laughs> Please, I could never be. <laughs> Who am I to blame Valerie for sleeping around? Let she who has not sinned cast the first stone. I've sinned as much as anybody. I slept with my best friend's boyfriend. I slept with my boyfriend's best friend. I hope at least God can forgive me. Listen, God, if you're up there, I don't ask for a lot. I just need friends like everybody else. And I always seem to screw them up. Maybe you can help me out. And while you're at it, could you look out for Donna? Your sweetest slam hasn't figured out when her boyfriend throws her down the stairs. It doesn't mean I love you. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. God bless my family and friends, even Valerie, the witch. <laughs> I, I love how it's like, let me pray that God forgives me for doing sleeping with my best friend, boyfriend, when, you know, people are starving to death in other countries. Uh, you know, it's just like, it's like, it's like Jess was saying, though, at least Kelly can admit that she's no saint. Yeah. <laughs> well, in her mind. In her mind, she can admit it. She won't admit it to nobody else in person. So season six was also when Dylan met Tony, who was the daughter of the guy he thinks killed his father. That scene Played where they kill her has stuck with me for years. Yeah. Yeah. And Dylan just in tears. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember watching I that when it happened. It's been close to 30 years, and every time I see Rebecca Gayhart, I'm like, the Noxzema girl. She hasn't been the Noxzema girl since, like, 1994. Oh, see, I, I see her as the no girl. And Jawbreaker girl. Well, I was going to say, I always, my mind always goes to Jawbreaker when I see her. Really? And Urban Legends. And, like, yeah. Those are the three things I remember her for. Jawbreaker, Urban Legends, and now to now. Yeah. So Kelly ends up um, having a drug problem because her dad stood her up and she decides to try cocaine for the first time. All because her dad because, stood her up? 
Yeah, well, she got, the co- she, she got the cocaine because Colin was a drug addict. And she smiled real quick. And oh. she, she ended up having to go to rehab. I remember where she met a girl named she met a girl named Tara. And when Kelly got out of rehab, Tara Tara came to stay with her. Oh my god, I forgot and, about Tara. Single the single white female storyline. Yes, 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 yes. I'm guessing you have a clip. Um, yes, I do have a clip. We're gonna play it right now since I know you're so excited. I'm so <laughs> I just remember her cutting her hair and dyeing it blonde. I just and Kelly being like is this pizzazz or what? So, how do you like the new me? How could you do this? Do what? You know exactly what you did, Tara. You sent me to him. I, I just told him to make me look as good as you. I don't even want to talk about this. What, what did I do? Donna, what did I do? Uh, maybe we just need a, a little time to get used to the new you. We told you she was weird. She wants to be you, Cal. My favorite. I love Tara. I love that storyline, and I liked when they repeated it in the reboot or the sequel series. And the girl that went kind of crazy like that looks just like Jenny Garth. Do you remember? I don't remember it. Ooh, though. vaguely. I think I think I kind of started to stop watching at that point. Annie had a stop, or like someone who wanted to kind of be be her, and that it was a similar mm-hmm. storyline, of course. But the girl that looked just like looks just like Jenny Garth. I when I first saw her, I had to research to find she out did. if she was kin to Jenny Garth because it looks like it could be her daughter. She did look a lot like her now that you mention it. Um, so Tara obviously is obsessed with Kelly. And so much so that she's like, oh, you hate Val? I hate Val. So she snuck out in the middle of the night and she like keyed Val's car and said it scratched die Val on her car. So of course Val, <laughs> Val pulls the cops on Kelly because she's like, Kelly's the only one that has a grudge against me. <laughs> oh because at this point, Kelly is with Colin. So she, you know, she stole her man while she was in rehab. Can I just call myself out for a minute? Because remember how at the beginning of this episode, I was like, I don't know much about these years. I don't remember much. I <laughs> everything we've discussed, I've pretty much been like, oh my god, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how it all comes back to you as soon as you start talking. You almost flew right yeah. out of your chair when Tara came up. Like, I'm remembering, like, my mom was a huge fan of the show. Like, she was now to an O, I was Melrose Place. Okay. And that's why, we, that's why I watched it, because every Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, okay, I watched more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you watched on streaming at some point no. also. Oh, you didn't? Mm-hmm. And you just remember this from the 90s? I remember <laughs> the crazy girl that wanted to be Kelly. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the other storyline I remember is when Kelly worked, that kind of stuck with me. Um, she worked at the AIDS for the mm-hmm. AIDS patients. I remember that. Yeah. 
I'm so sorry, Jess I and I say I that to each other all the time. <laughs> no, Jess and I always say friends don't lie to each other all the time. Way too often, way too often. I mean, it's always appropriate. That's what. That's why I'm laughing. Just <laughs> when she went, friends don't lie. I was like, yes, they do. <laughs> Yes, they do. They're just like dads. They lie. <laughs> so Colin ends up um, fleeing jurisdiction because of his drug issues. And um, the season pretty much ends with Steve's um, 21st birthday, which is weird to think of because he's been drinking the whole series, on a cruise ship. And he gets caught by the police. Um and I remember the last scene of the season, Kelly and Brandon kind of have a sweet moment, and Valerie's like, so you think you guys are going to get back together? And Brandon's like, stranger things that happen, and then he like leaves, and she goes, not if I can help it. I'm like, oh, it's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> she never really makes good on that promise, though. They made you think like she was going to try to be with Brandon, and they never really like played that See, out. Yeah. I just remember her always feeling like, they felt like brother and sister still. Yeah, like the end of season five, they made out, and then they they decided that it, they weren't into each other that way. And I'm like, good, just leave it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon's the only one she didn't sleep with. <laughs> yeah. Yet we haven't seen what she's up to these days. No. True. <laughs> okay, and why am I like mentally blocking out that like Claire dated David? Yeah, so like I said, season five was like transition period, and I feel like we're like, okay, we have Claire now more full time, and we don't know what to do with David, so we'll just put these two together. I didn't hate them, but I didn't love them. They were just kind of there. I didn't really have strong feelings over them. It took me a long time to get like okay with Claire, but now I love her, but it took me a while for me to be like, all right, (laughs) here she is. The the side character I was kind of bored with was Susan. The one Brandon dated. Oh yeah. I just did yeah. not care for her. And it's there nothing, was... the actress because I loved her and Buffy. Oh, see, I liked her. Um, I liked Claire and Steve. I thought they were a good match. But then she she started Claire to kind of, she kind of started to like, always like pick at him towards the end, and I feel like because the actress was leaving, so they had to destroy her character. So we wouldn't miss her. <laughs> like yeah, we don't. We don't even care. She all she ever did was nag. Like, however, <laughs> though, I enjoyed Steve better with Lindsay. What, what I don't know her Lindsay. character name. I can't remember. It's who he married? Janet. 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 Oh, Janet. Yeah, I like. Oh, I, I really did yeah. like her Janet. I remember as the when I was watching the show as a kid. I remember liking her. There was something. She was cute, quirky, fun, like. Just enjoyable. So I'm going to play a clip from one of my favorite seasons from season seven of Kelly, Claire, and Valerie at a nail salon. Thank you. Hi, Kel. Hello, Valerie. How are you? Do you really want to know? I've been around all summer and you haven't bothered to inquire before. Just being polite. Sorry. So, how was your summer? Uneventful. Oh, what happened to that uh, cute FBI guy? He got reassigned to Miami. Made the relationship too difficult. Mm, poor Valerie. Alone again. Don't worry, Kel. I was thinking I'd just wait for your new guy and go after him. 
Damn, girl. I love it. I love it. I mean, Kelly asked for it. She sets Valerie she up for those moments. Okay, was Ginger with her? Was Ginger with Val? That was Claire. Oh. Missed it. Whoops. I thought it was Ginger. <laughs> no. Ginger was only in season six and she wanted to sleep with David so she like said she wouldn't tell the, the group that she made up some fake lie where she was the hero if she would let her sleep with David for the yeah, night. Yeah, she was trying to blackmail her I and mean, then she's like, alright fine, you can sleep with my boyfriend, fine. And then David didn't but he was so hurt that they broke up. Very sensitive. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Were you that hurt when you cheated on Donna with Ariel and then you got crabs? <laughs> <laughs> Ariel. <laughs> you got um, <laughs> He did. Don't you remember he made like the, the video and he's I like, did. she gave me a little present and it was crabs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in season seven, Valerie starts um, seeing a married man, an accountant. That's mm-hmm. helping her with the books for the Peach Pit After Dark. Cause you know, at 21 years old, Valerie, is the owner or she runs the peach bed after dark well, um, what one does at 21 while sleeping around and you know yeah. having a full college schedule <laughs> the life of any normal 21 year old yep i mean that pretty right. much mirrors my life at 21. <laughs> <laughs> so because he's married he's some he he buys her an apartment where they have their little rendezvous Oh, never mind. Uh, That's not my life 24. No one bought me an apartment. <laughs> Damn. Mine? This is not a good time, honey. Well, it won't take long. I just thought maybe you should be the first one to know. You know what? What? I'm pregnant. Here's the little test. It's amazing how simple it is. Blue if you're pregnant, pink if you're not. You'll notice it's bright blue. Daddy. <laughs> so she wasn't pregnant. This was all a scheme to get a... I, I don't know the correct number, but I'm going to say $10,000 out of him for the abortion. That she was going to use, you know something else wait he uh, believed in a ten thousand dollars i don't know the exact number but i'm gonna say oh. ten thousand dollars i'm sure he paid whatever it was it's just also to try to keep her quiet so yeah right right um there was a whole thing where she said she wasn't gonna have it they were they would have like a back and forth um and so Valerie decides that she's going to buy a package of diapers and hand deliver it to his wife. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> because she will not be ignored and she wants her money. <laughs> Granted, I'll buy um, But he's yeah. paying for her apartment. If you add the mat- money up alone from that and utilities, she's getting way more than the 10000 she's asking for. She should just be quiet and live in that okay, apartment. Okay, but she wants happy. that and she wants more. She's not She's not about being fair and being, like, you know, taking everything into account and being, you know, 
grateful. I guess <laughs> apartment rates in Los Angeles were a little bit cheaper back then. Then probably. And this was what probably like ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. <laughs> so probably. Because right now, um, some man said, "I'll pay for you an apartment." Okay, daddy. Can I bring my husband. <laughs> Diane, hi. Valerie, isn't it? We met at the beach club. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm sorry it's late, but Kenny asked me to drop this off. Give him my best? I will. Kenny, what is this? Why is this woman bringing you diapers? I love yeah, her pet. Not only is she really going to ruin a marriage, <laughs> she's like, I'm going to do it in style. Of course, like of course she, looks, she would throw, show up in that gown. Like she looks stunning, and she's like, "Here's music to your house." I mean, that kind of makes me want to get out of a gown to just take diapers to someone's house, right? I look that gorgeous. <laughs> um, this is no shade to Tiffany Amber Thiessen, but best boo job in LA. Best, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think she'd be upset with you saying best boob job, because. <laughs> um, she didn't. She did not have those on. Save by the ball. <laughs> they could have flattened them down. It was Saturday morning television. Busting them out for the college years. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, she's she, like, I'm going to now do now like free. <laughs> she's she's beautiful. She's like flawless. Like she's, I love her. Um. So season seven is also the season that ended with their college graduation. Thank God. And Donna and David had been dating. They got back together at the end of season six. They pretty much were dating the whole season seven. And Donna finally decided she was ready to sleep with David in the season finale. Why now? I mean, may you change your mind. Well, one part of my life ended the day when we graduated. And now I want to spend the next part with you. so lucky you waited <laughs> so this is season seven david <laughs> how are we feeling jess what's your i feel you there season seven david okay i think it's the hair I think should, like almost i mean it's, it's got to be the hair because me and you are on the same page like we're feeling season seven <laughs> i guess because when it's like almost buzz cut that's just not a I guess I'm just not a buzz cut kind of guy. See, I'm not, like, I am, like, into buzz cut. I don't know what it was, but I just, I don't know. But at season seven, I like it. <laughs> I, I, I do, too. I, look at Donna, too. It's like, she looks yeah. great. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I liked her hair when she was doing the brunette and the I reds did and stuff. Yeah. I yeah. loved when she did the reds. Mm -hmm. um, so season eight was their first year out of college. They're in the real world now. Donna had some kind of, I don't know if it was an internship or she was an apprentice with some designer and they ended up going to Hawaii for a trip and um, Kelly Kelly did not go. I don't remember why, but her and Brandon got into a fight. She was, um, didn't she have a miscarriage? No. The real reason behind the scenes was Jenny Garth was pregnant. She was pregnant. Oh. So that's why she didn't go, but I don't she know why. I don't remember. When was she sexually assaulted? Was that it? Oh, that may have season, been 
No, she was raped at the end of season nine. Oh, okay. Cause she was going through a lot. Because I, I watched that did. not too long ago, and the character was going through, like, there was a reason she did not want to go. She wanted to be alone. There she, was, she was, or she thought she was, I think she was pregnant in season seven. She ended up having a miscarriage with Brandon. <laughs> Kelly eventually ends up in Hawaii. They probably just filmed in LA for her scenes. But when they get back, Brandon decides to be a tough guy when they see like a gang or some thugs um, stealing a car. And he decides with his little five foot five self that he's going to stare them down. So they circle back and open up gunfire on them and Kelly gets shot up on the block because Brandon decided he wanted to be a tough guy. I always remember that scene in the parking lot. Poor Kelly. Kelly, you know, she made it, but when she wakes up from her coma, she has amnesia and she thinks that she's in love with Noah, who they met in Hawaii. Oh, she just, uh, um, Kelly doesn't want to postpone her new job. Okay. Uh, okay. We are oh, right. right. <laughs> We're her trauma. We're like looking through all but the I... relatives of Kelly's trauma. Oh, actually, it's just a new job. Um, okay, also, was I the only one who did not enjoy Noah? Like, I just didn't care for Noah. I, w I got, uh, for a second, I got yeah. Noah and Colin confused. I wasn't a Noah fan. I remember liking Colin, of course, I'd like Colin Bad Boy. Um, but <laughs> Noah, I remember just. <laughs> yeah, I was not a Noah fan. And I also always get the two of them confused. They got to, like, stop and think about it. Yeah, because they kind of, they yeah. favor in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So. In, in season eight, Valerie was a little bit more comedic, which was fun. She wasn't, um, well, let me rewind. In season seven, we find out that Valerie's father was molesting her. And mm -hmm. the, the new backstory is that he was so wrecked with guilt that he could, that is why he killed himself. We find out later on that Valerie's actually the one that shot him. So her backstory changes like three times. <laughs> Yeah. So she's she's the but, John Black of now to know. <laughs> so it was nice that in season eight she got to be a little bit more lighthearted and comedic. So this was a cute little scene with Steve that I thought was fun. What's this? That's my rent. I know I've been behind the last couple months, so. Steve, it's okay. You pay me back when you get the money. Uh, that may be a while. <laughs> you know, ever since my dad cut me off, I've been kind of tapped. I may actually have to crack open my savings account. Savings account? It's only for emergencies. Not that rent isn't an emergency. Well, how much? Not enough to make you pant like that. Sorry. So, Valerie goes into business with Donna, and I think, do they become like personal shoppers? Does anybody remember? I don't, Were they, I like, just like dressing well? Um, were they personal shoppers or was it like, I guess, yeah, personal shoppers. I felt like they were, like, dressing wealthy people for, like, high-end events or whatever. Because they was had a whole, like, shop? client list. No, she didn't open her shop until season nine. Okay. I, lo I yeah. liked when she had the shop. So Valerie has her eyes set on one of their rich clients. And while Valerie is dating Noah, she's kind of seeing this rich guy on the side. Because... 
Noah hasn't let it be known that he is rich. So Val, you know, the gold digger, <laughs> is trying to play both ends. And she eventually gets caught because I think she might be swindling some money out of the, the partnership with Donna. Um, David also, like, forges Donna's signature at some point. I don't remember why. But they end up breaking up over it. Was it like for and that's a credit when Donna, card or something? For rent? I don't know. It was yeah. for something. Um, but there was a really great confrontation between Donna and Val. That's like one of my favorite ever bitch slap scenes. So I'm going to play that clip. You know, I gave you my trust, I gave you my friendship, and you betrayed me. How do you live with yourself? How do you live with yourself every night alone in bed, huh? Maybe it's just because you're mad at David, you're taking it out on me. I think you got a lot more than what you bargained for when you gave it up. And speaking from experience, I know how rough David can be in bed. <gasps> you grew up. Listen, I love Val, but she got that, that one coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, both of them looked great in the scene. I was gonna say, like, how, can we just talk about how great? Like, everybody was so tan. Everyone looked so great. <laughs> everybody looked because well, now we're in the late we're we're in the late nineties now, so people are starting to look a little bit more normal. <laughs> or when we we were coming of age, so it's normal to us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Val ends up finding out that Noah is rich after the fact, and she's, like, mad at him. She's like, well, you should have told me, and they're like, I wouldn't have cheated on you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, not, I shouldn't have cheated anyway. <laughs> Just, if you want to tell me you had money, I want to cheat it. Okay, uh -huh. she's, like, fantastic. Like, I mean, that is so bitchy, but, like, I mean... Props to her for being like, this is your fault because you could have just told me that you had money and I would have never cheated on you. I know. She like, turned her... She turned her mistake into his fault. Yeah. Which only Val could do. I remember him giving her Donna like earrings and a necklace that matched and Val being like, you should have that appraised because she knew it was like costume jewelry or whatever. And just trying to make Donna feel very insecure. Like with the fact knowing that he's rich and he just gave her like costume jewelry. Like, oh, that's what he thinks you're worth. And it ended up being like, it was like his grandparents' jewelry because she moved to America and she was poor and that's all she yeah. could afford. It was like this whole thing that Val like just like planted this seed in Donna's head. Oh, oh Valerie. Also, like the way that they all just, like just switch up their like their partners is like alarming. And right. they stay friends. Um, Val and David decide that they want to make Noah and Donna jealous by pretending that they're in a relationship um and there was a really funny scene where val and david were at the walsh house where valerie lives and they were pretending to have sex just by like banging like the walls and like moaning <laughs> for everybody to hear <laughs> i remember that episode <laughs> and this whole game ended up with them realizing that they still cared about each other and then Valerie and David actually ended up getting back together. 
Probably at the moment, Donna went, David, I miss you. I want you back. Oh, sorry. I actually realized <laughs> I want Valerie. <laughs> Meet me back here next season. We'll read it. Okay, and also, did you uh, say that Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Brian Austin Green, when they dated, it was only, it wasn't, a, I felt like they dated for years. You said they dated for a short think, amount of time? I think they dated for a couple of years before she was on the show, and then maybe like a year, mm -hmm. two tops while she was on the show. Okay. Last night, this morning, they're never gonna buy this. This is ridiculous. Have you lost your mind? Oh, yes, they will, okay? Just, we, we need people talking, all right? <sighs> Do you want Donna back or not? Somehow I knew Valerie did. I mean, Somehow I knew Valerie did. Isn't that a how everyone has sex? Is that not how you do it? I'm not doing it wrong, huh? No. You do it. You do it wrong. <laughs> so this is when David actually ends up getting that apartment that is around for like the last few seasons that I think Dylan ends up living in. Uh -huh. um, so Val kind of sort of is living there and also the Walsh house. She's kind of, I was going to say bi-coastal, but bi-household. <laughs> <laughs> um, so th this is the season that they have their five-year high school reunion. Ooh. Which is not a thing. I, as far as I know, it's not a real thing. <laughs> I've never heard I, of I know places that do things. Like they'll, at homecoming, they'll do like mm -hmm. a little reunion and all the classes can come. So whatever, you know, year, then it's your class reunion. Hmm. I don't know. We had a five well, at the re reunion, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> at the reunion, um, there's a guy there that um, I'm not even going to beat around the bush. He raped Kelly. That's how she lost her virginity. Um, when she told the story in the first season, she made it sound like he was just rough with her. But she flat out says she didn't want to. So he raped her. Mm -hmm. And Val sees that she's visibly upset. And she kind of gives her, gives her a watered-down version of this. And Val ends up taking it upon herself to make this guy feel uncomfortable. Which I thought was like a nice kind of like moment between them. Because they always had such a rivalry. Tell me. How someone like you come to work in the charity world? Well, my coworkers say it comes from some deep hurt, usually in your teenage years. Oh, you had an experience. Yeah, in the ninth grade. Some guy took me into the bushes and never spoke to me again. A guy who probably thinks I forgot. A guy who blabbed it to all the other guys. A guy with a big mouth and a weak handshake. 
An insecure guy, a lying type of guy. A guy who's too stupid to realize that people are on to him. Even now, maybe even from a corner in this room. So that was a nice moment. I see it as this. It's kind of like a sibling or family. I can fuck with my family. If someone else fucks mm-hmm. with my family, hold the hoops. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> That's how I see Val- Valerie's like, these are my friends, and I can mess with their lives. I can steal their boyfriends. I do whatever I want. But if you kind of come from them, cut yeah. your dick off. Okay, her makeup, <laughs> flawless. I She looked fantastic. Um, also, mm-hmm. was that David Silver song playing in the background? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she made David make up this whole story that he like was like really popular in Japan, and he had this whole like music career that he didn't have. <laughs> What's funny? And she I pretended think- to. No, I was going to say, you probably lie about it back then. Now they just one little Google right. search. You ain't coming yeah. to Japan. <laughs> right. <laughs> it turned out that he was just making like jingles for like commercials, like condoms and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so Valerie and David end up breaking up because it was like, there was this storyline where a man was dying. I think he needed a bone marrow transplant and Val was a match. And I don't know why she knew she was a match. I don't know if she was some kind of donor. I don't know. Um, But she found out that this guy molested his children. So she wasn't going to do it. She wasn't going to go through with it because she didn't want to save this man's life because she had been molested. And I don't know. It got really icky. And I just felt like David took a real hard stance about this because his, his the way he was going about it was like you're just gonna let this man die i just felt like he was being very insensitive because david was one of the few people that actually knew what happened to valerie she didn't let david and maybe brandon knew mm-hmm. so it got really icky and i was not on david's side i felt like it was fucked up why he broke up with her thoughts is that how, is that why they broke up? He broke up with her because she wouldn't give the bone marrow to, the, to save that guy. It was like kind of the last straw. Oh no, not Team you David. Think be, you think he'd be a little more sensitive to the fact that what she right. went through? Because yeah, because she's probably thinking if I save this man's life, mm-hmm. and he does it to another child. Mm-hmm. She was going to feel responsibility for it. Yeah. But then there's probably the side of her that's like, oh my God, like, can I let someone just die? Like, the, I couldn't imagine. That's a hard, that'd be a hard place to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm t- team Val on this one. I, yeah. So, um, when they, after they break up, she doesn't go through with it. Um, and after they break up, she ends up sleeping with a guy, and the next morning, she finds his heroin needles. God, girl can't catch a break. Yeah. So she tries to, she meets up with him and she asks him, you know, when was the last time you've been tested? Are you safe all the time? And he lashes oh, out at her. I was her. thinking about that. 
Yeah. And he ends up getting tested, and he comes to her drunk and high, because she lifts the sleeve on his arm and sees his track marks. And he's like, oh, it doesn't matter now, because I'm positive. So then Valerie has this whole HIV scare at the end of season eight. And this is all going on while Brandon and Kelly are about to get married, and then they decide that they're just better off friends. And I'm like, Brandon said he thought of you like a sister in season one. So you guys dated and we wasted all this time just for you to go back to season one. Right? <laughs> I think of you like a sister. <laughs> Could you imagine being Val like, you know that saying, when it rains, it pours? With Valerie, it's when it rains, a hurricane comes in. Mm -hmm. Like category five. Not even Tropical Storm or Hurricane One. Five. So the last scene of season eight is Val at the clinic with David because he went for moral support and her going into the office and the audience not knowing for the whole summer if Valerie was HIV positive or not. Oh my yes. God, that would be... Because it's not like it is now where it's like that's not mm -hmm. a death sentence. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, it's still a traumatic lot to, you know, very emotional. But like in the 90s, you pretty much want... The stigma, the stigma is still bad. Oh, um, flash, cool. flash forward to my twenties. The scene is hashtag relatable. I've been in that clinic, <laughs> and I've been scared. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't been scared? I feel like no matter, like even if you know you're okay, there's still that fear, like of the unknown. Yeah. I th there's this organization, Arkansas. Uh, engaging Arkansas communities and they came to the campus where I worked and they were just getting out free tests and no one was really getting tested so I was like this lady was like I'm learning how I haven't done it I was like oh here you here you can do it on me I'm fine I mean I'll take a test still a part of me is like what if it came back positive yeah and like I mean I had yeah. been to the doctor the year before had all that test done had been with no one else besides John still your mind goes to where it's like what if it came back Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, like it's just yeah. So I can imagine. Well, waiting ten minutes was a lot. Could you imagine the, the audience? Sorry, minds. <laughs> well, you had briefly mentioned re remembering Kelly when she was volunteering at like an, an AIDS hospice, and she cut herself uh -huh. while washing dishes, so she had an HIV scare. And I just, re I always remember that. So I also feel like that was always in the back of my head. Well, where I was like, well, if it wasn't from sex, what if I came in contact with blood? Because I work in a dental office. So my, it's like, what if I got it and I didn't know that I had it? My cousin, uh, they, she got, she works in an office. She got poked with a needle, like had to go mm -hmm. get tested and everything. It's just. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I wonder if this is where well, my fear of HIV started. Now to a now. Like, as a kid, I was so scared. Like, I poked my finger with a tack one time. And I was so scared. I was like, I'm going to have HIV. Because of my health classes. You like, would have got tetanus before HIV. I, I, I was a kid whose who teacher was a coach, a football coach. Oh, so was he like, don't have sexual, you'll get pregnant and die? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pretty like, much like mean like, girls. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, close enough. I always remember the when Kelly um volunteered at the um the AIDS um institution. Hospice. Hospice, mm -hmm. thank you. And the the brother, right? The brother from Blossom was on it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
stuck with me for so, years. So that, that was fine. Um, they made sure to, you know, insert the line that she needs to get retested in six months. You know, very responsible, very educational. Um, and this is when she decides she's going to live her new life. She's going to be a good person. She's going to tell the truth. She go and this is when... It. No, this is when she admits to David that her father did not commit suicide, that she shot him. Wait, and so was the bone marrow before this? They're broken up, but they're still friends. Yeah, but she told David about her being molested after the bone marrow. Yeah, she. Okay, no, so no, no, David he knew, didn't he, know she'd been molested. No, he. I think he knew. He didn't know, but everybody still, the people that knew, still thought it was a suicide. Oh, okay. She. He just didn't know that she shot her dad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm. I'm. I'm there. Because season nine, the the last scene was. My father didn't kill himself, I shot him, and that's how the episode ended. Um, so then when she tells her mother, her mother wants to like take her to like report her to the police. And they have like this really contentious like relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but she comes around and she doesn't. And Val decides that she's gonna move back to Buffalo with her mom and work on their relationship. And she leaves the show. Sad. I don't feel like that's what Val would have done, but okay. In the same episode, Vanessa Marcel came. So we had Val and Vanessa Marcel. Gina. I also love the Vanessa years. It got messy. It got real messy those last couple of years. I love how the way y'all section up this show has nothing to do with the characters that were pretty much there the whole time. No, there's no. there's now Kelly years are over. We're on to Kenny years. That's there was it. always one reigning brunette. It was Brenda, oh, yeah. Valerie, or Gina. <laughs> um, we also got as Valerie left, and we got Gina. Dylan came back in the same episode. There was a lot of changes happening in the one episode. Poor little Tommy was probably just. I was crying. I was happy. I was like, "Who's this new bitch?" Like <laughs> he was probably emotional wreck. I have love for for Vanessa Marcel for her other work, and I think she aesthetically looks really good with Dylan on 90210, but I always refer to Gina as the poor man's Valerie Malone. I I, I feel like, yeah, <laughs> I always felt like she was kind of maybe out of place, but maybe yeah. because she came in on the very tail end, like the show was on its way out. Yeah, yeah I had thoughts I like on her, Gina. She's, she's no Val. Yeah. But I'm going to save all my thoughts on Gina for 902-1000 when we talk about it in the 1000th episode. <laughs> or 902-200. 902-200. Uh, we'll get we'll get there. We'll do, we'll do it on the 210th episode because then it'll be like 902-1000. It's better than 1000. We'll yeah. see you in about 100 episodes. 109 episodes, Jess. <laughs> oh my gosh! It'll probably it'll probably be another year. I think we could do it. <laughs> um, well, I had a lot of fun going over the values. I forgot how much fun it was. I yeah, I did too. I want to go watch. I think I want to go watch a little bit of Kelly Stalker now. <laughs> um, Brian doesn't know it yet, but we're gonna watch him now too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, John doesn't either. Yeah. <laughs> season six. Season six, Aaron. Okay. Um, I think Tara comes in around episode 21 or 22. So those later episodes of season six. I can six tell you, Tara. It's, we're either going to go down a Tara binge or a Ray Pru- Pru- Pruitt binge. It's one or the other. Either binge is going to be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Jess, for our 100th episode. 100th episode. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. So this was also our official season finale for Queers and Soaps. The end of season two. We made yeah. it. Yeah. We didn't get canceled. Granted, we're the We're going to take a holiday hiatus and be back in January with brand new episodes. We Fresh. may dip in for some specials. We're going to go get nipped, tucked, stretched, pulled, whatever, <laughs> so we look fresher. As always, you can find us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And until next year, have a great night, guys. Bye. Bye.